and welcome to another episode of the Rethinking H2O podcast, where every week we explore different stories around water that include safe water projects, trends in the water space, and blue mind. We hope you enjoy listening, and now here's your host, Kevin Sofen. Responsible world, what's going on? Really insightful podcast today with the CEO and founder of Shore Buddies, Malta Nibichitz. He's going to give us a lot of context about plastics. Specifically, we're going to dive into why single-use plastics have become so prevalent across society, how they're so convenient, and how that's really led to a lot of different problems throughout the ocean and how turtles and a lot of different marine life are consuming it. We'll talk about how not all plastics are bad plastics, but really rethinking the way that we approach consumerism uh, in America and throughout the world, and then looking at what they're doing around beach cleanups and education with different kids. And we'll hope you find this to be very insightful about the environment and education around plastics. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Today, fortunate to have the CEO and founder of Shore Buddies, Malta Nibelchitz. Malta, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm great, Kevin, man. Thanks. Uh, excited excited to be on the podcast with you. Thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure, man. So for those of us that don't know Shore Buddies and the mission of Shore Buddies, give us some context on what the company does and what is the process of Shore Buddies. Yeah, absolutely. So Shore Buddies, um, we started making stuffed animals from recycled plastic bottles. Um, back in 2014, or actually back in 2013, um, I saw an article um, about a company that makes jackets and t-shirts from uh, recycled soda pop bottles and i was so amazed by that technology you know i immediately started looking hey what other products you can make from um, recycled plastic bottles and after i read the article the literally the first thing i saw was a stuffed animal and i was like oh my god mate that's it's kind of like the same material so that should be possible so we started doing that um Six months later, we had our first batch, had our first um, products, um, got them into stores, summer of 2014. A year later, we're in over 100 retail stores. And uh, since then, we've just been, you know, expanding the company, expanding the, the brand and really focusing on um, and the educational part, you know, really teaching the kids um, how important recycling is and how bad this uh, single-use plastic um, is for especially marine life. Um, a lot of that ends up in our oceans and plastic just doesn't go away. So it was kind of like, you know, um, lead us to our mission. Shore Buddy's mission is really to save marine life and keep plastics out of the ocean. And uh, stuffed animal and uh, kids' products and kids' toys, definitely a good vehicle, you know, to teach them early. I love it. Yeah, the mindset is, hey, if there's already all this plastic that already exists in the world, why not reuse that plastic for something positive like a kid's toy and and teach that educational component to use less one-time plastics? And and then I know I've seen that you now have this children's book and, and, and on top of this actually children's toy and, and this education part, how is Shore Buddies engaging with kids in the community to further educate those aspects of being a sustainable consumer and, and uh, living a sustainable lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Kevin, for us, really, it is... Um it is really educating and teaching about them. And so we reach the kids really at a young age. And uh, you just mentioned the, um, the children's book. We had a Kickstarter uh, December 2018 um, to you know, really kick off uh, the, the book launch. 
And um, with this book, it's really, um, in, a, in a nutshell, what Blastic um, does to marine life, you know, kind of like an acute animated story format. So the five shore bodies, you know, discover um, really what the Blastic does. So we take this book and go to youth organizations, um, to schools, uh, kindergartens, and uh, take those kids also to the beach, you know, like have them like firsthand uh, experience, hands-on experience um, with beach cleanups and and find the plastic there um it's kind of like really um so i'm originally from germany and in germany they have a saying um what you don't learn as a young kid you will never learn as an adult and this is really our hope you know with the with the book um to teach the kids young um how bad the plastic is you know and really rethink the use of, of single-use plastic in our society and, and you mentioned some of these hands-on activities on top of some of the educational classroom talk what what are these beach cleanups and, and the sort of what's been the response from some of these beach cleanups that you get from the community? So the beach cleanups is is really um we meet um usually like a Saturday or a Sunday morning. So we are um here based in, in San Diego. Um so we have like seventy three miles of coastline. We're really fortunate about that. So we don't have like, you know, issue to find a location. And even here beaches you consider are clean. Um if you if you look, you, you will find some. So uh, we take classes, uh, school classes out there, um, and then it's really like the hand experience. You know, we encourage the kids to just walk the beach um, and pick up like any trash they can find. You know, and then like after an hour or two hours later, they all come back to the base camp. Uh, we dump out the um, buckets they have of all the stuff they found, and that is really you know really where the magic starts happen. You know, like um, when the entire group sees what really they found on the beach, like all the plastic, all the trash that's been collected and um, what difference it makes, you know, like to really do it as a community um, and, and find all of that and seeing, you know, how much trash there actually is out there, which has been found in, in, in two hours and how much difference, you know, like that's for me, the most important part is like the, the, you really see a change in people, you know, like who come for the first time to beach cleanup to see like, Hey, the community can make a difference. I'm part of this community. I'm making a difference. And, uh, there are, there are ways to do it. You know, like it's, it's not that everyone always is, Oh, there's something bad. Someone should do something, you know, really encouraging like, Hey, you are someone, you can do something. And I love that. And I've seen a lot of times people don't necessarily have the money to donate towards the cause, but a lot of times they, they do have time. So I think that having beach cleanups is a really tangible way to allow the community, especially youth to really get their hands dirty. No, I guess pun intended to really mm -hmm. actually help with the beach cleanup. So that's, I like that you do that. And, and kind of within the beach cleanups is kind of specifically what do you, what are you seeing in you're in San Diego? So you're, you're seeing somewhat of a quote unquote cleaner beaches, what trash do you commonly find? I mean, I mean, obviously we're talking about plastic and how short buddies uses recycled plastic, but is there anything that kind of surprises you from a, a waste standpoint that you are encountering a lot that, Hey, maybe if people were more aware of how wasteful, you know, whether it's styrofoam or something is, maybe they would use it less or what are you seeing in the field? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, like think about what surprises me, but I guess uh, at this point, really nothing surprises me anymore. You know, like you, you find uh, car tires, you find mattresses, you find like the most abstruse things. 
Um, but like the most common items, um, it is still a bunch of plastic straws, um, which, which still puzzles me a lot, you know, like those plastic straws, um, they are so, so wasteful. You know, if you think about that, like what's, what's like, how long do you spend like having that drink, you know, like let's say an hour top and then you generate something that stays in the environment for at least 450 years, you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy to think about that. So find like a bunch of plastic straws on the beaches, uh, cigarette buns, um, and a lot of styrofoam, styrofoam in it, in its most ugly way, you know, styrofoam breaks down very easily into tiny little pieces, but it just doesn't go away. So you find a lot of those, you know, like little tiny styrofoam pieces. And even when you pick them up, they break further down and, and it just goes everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would agree almost that nothing really surprises me anymore. But if anything, <laughs> the, the educational component is that all things in all streams and roads eventually end back in the ocean. So that's where it becomes so important to have the education that, hey, from whatever you're washing your car with to whatever you're eating, whatever you're throwing away, and especially if it's improperly thrown away, that's going to end up in the ocean. And whether that's at the bottom of the food chain or somewhere in the middle of the food chain, that again can be ingested into some of the animals that ultimately if you humans end up eating eventually. Exactly, exactly, Kevin. That's uh, it's all kind of like a cycle, you know. Everything ends up in the ocean, and there's statistics now, um, uh, from like turtle research, for example, and there are statistics that hundred percent, hundred percent of turtles found have ingested plastic. I mean, that's 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 every turtle. That's that's insane. Yeah, and. Um, yeah. And as you said, like it might end up, you know, like if that's the fact for turtles, uh, I mean, not that many people fortunately eat turtles, but there are other fish in the ocean and uh, it's probably very equivalent statistic. And uh, we as humans eat a lot of fish, eat a lot of seafood. That means this plastic comes back to our very own plate. Mm. So what can the general average Joe do? And this may be sort of a cliche thing, but you mentioned the one-time use straws. I mean, what are things that people can do as an everyday consumer to do their part? And I know this may, one person may think I, my actions don't really matter, but this is why the education on every individual level does build up on the macro. So what could we tell people to do that are simple and things they could implement tomorrow? Um, it's, it's so easy things. Um, I mean, it, we can go from, as little to literally like, you know, there are zero waste communities out there. We're really like, Hey, I, I don't generate any trash and that's it's admirable and it's great. Um, I don't think that's something we can get like the entire population behind, um, because plastic is convenient. It really is. That's why it is so popular. That device is, uh, so much used and, um, we just have to educate what plastic really does, you know, and, and, and little steps everyone take um, with our book. We like really focus on, you know, tiny little easy steps. So bring your own reusable water bottle, for example, if you're in school at work, you know, don't use uh, for every little cup you drink uh, a new plastic cup. Uh, you think, oh, yeah, that's just one cup. Uh, but a lot of people think like that. So take out your own cup, bring your own um, reusable water bottle, um, go to restaurants that use um, re reusable um, dishes. You know, don't go 
uh, to places where it's like, oh, yeah, let's just take out food. You know, it's styrofoam, plastic, everything like that. You know, you might be just one burger, but you're generating, you know, a pound of trash around it uh, in plastic that just doesn't go away. And uh, little tips for we have for the kids, you know, it's um, children, they, they really, you know, uh, choose brushing your teeth. That's, that's really, you know, something everyone can relate to. And uh, we have a statistic in the book that uh, the average person, you know, uses over 150 toothbrushes uh, throughout their life. And um, if you line that up, that's that's a long line of plastic. Uh, everyone just con- contributes to um, you know to the environment. And uh, there are alternatives out there. Uh, use a bamboo t- toothbrush, reusable toothbrush uh, that biodegrade. You know, just to just to reduce your plastic uh, footprint. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and I I would agree to your comment earlier that plastics are convenient, which is why we use them so much. And and also the thought that as bad as one-time plastics are, not all plastics are bad plastics. It's just a matter of how can we get into the habit of reusing a plastic that's made. So that's, again, a, a reusable plastic water bottle is great. It's light. You can reuse it. It's multi-purpose. Um, a business like Shore Buddies, you guys are reusing plastic and turning into a toy that's empowering education. So I'd, I'd, I'd hope to inspire other businesses in other sort of trinkets or nuances to find good uses of plastics because um, we're not trying to demonize all plastics, just trying to eliminate the wasteful habits of one-time consumption. Absolutely, absolutely agree. And they, I mean, they're great, great plastic products out there. Um, just think about your Tupperware, you know, that's that's plastic. And uh, you use that instead of like, you know, wrapping it into uh, into foil, your sandwich, you know, you bring your Tupperware and you wash it out and you reuse it for, for the longest time. So definitely that's, that's a good example. And also... Um, Plastic has done great things for for um, our planet. It's you said a plastic bottle is light. You know, if we just think about like how much lighter um, products became just because of plastic, and that contributes to uh, to CO two emissions. You know, if I have to move uh, five hundred pounds or if I have to move two hundred fifty pounds, I need less energy to move that. Mm. So plastic really helps. You know, with uh, CO two. Um, a reduction of CO2 emissions uh, in certain cases, but but again, it's it's the single-use plastic um, that needs to be reduced uh, in our society as general. And um, if we use single-use plastic, we need to make sure to recycle it. So um, it's still of all plastic used, less than twenty percent is recycled, and that's not like a global statistic. This is just you know speaking from the US itself, um, and yeah. That's yeah. people always ask is like, yeah, you're encouraging. So the use of uh, single use plastic and plastic bottles with shore buddies. It's like, no, no, we are not. We, we're trying to get rid of that. Don't worry about us. If there ever will be no plastic, we can use as a raw material anymore. But as of now, I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. There's so much plastic. Just think about it. All that plastic, plastic's been around for over 50 years. It yeah. decomposes if at all after 450 years. So all the plastic we already generated is still there. Yep. That's crazy. So what's ahead for Shore Buddies in 2019? It's January right now. We've got 11 months left in the year. What's on the docket for you the rest of this year? And, and um, do you have events coming up or new product launches or what's going on? 
Um, so we have a bunch of events coming up. So the Kickstarter really put us uh, on the map, um, especially with the with the school and community outreach. So we have a lot of school visits coming up in January and February, uh, where we really go um, do a book reading, work with the with the kids. You know what they can do, really do like those hands-on experiences, and. Um, then we're looking really um, to to add more products besides the stuffed animals. You know, we have a couple of products. Uh, I want to like tell a little bit too much uh, right now about the products we have coming up, but there are a lot of things um, on our roadmap um, on the agenda. Um, but always with the same with the same product design. So we're gonna use something that has had uh, a purpose before and turn it into an educational kids toy. Love it. And if people want to get involved or learn about Shore Buddies or get in touch, what would be the best way for people to do that? Definitely find us online. Um, we are like on all the social media channels, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Shore Buddies. And of course, you know, reach out to our website, shorebuddies.com. Find us there. And uh, yeah, we, we're happy if everyone, you know, everyone has so many, like Kevin, it's probably for me the, the, the most excited thing since i start the business like the feedback from the community to hear the stories that are going out there uh, that are going on out there like people people are willing and people are already doing you know changes like um every single day we're hearing some great story uh just this morning i read um an email um a teacher from I think it was a middle school um, in the Caribbean. She started that great cleanup initiative. So once a week, she takes her class um, out to the beach and they are doing like beach cleanups like right there. And their goal for 2018 was uh, to find 25,000 plastics like collected from the beach. And uh, they missed their goal uh, slightly a little bit, but they reached it um, just this morning. So she emailed me. It's like, hey, Malta, we reached our goal, 25,000 uh, pieces. Now we're shooting for 30,000 in 2019. And it's like, that's just one island in the Caribbean uh, by one school class just going out there every single week, once uh, once a week for like two hours. And uh, it's great. And like people, people doing so many great things. Yeah, that's amazing. And there's a lot of other organizations around the country, around the world, even here in Chicago, Friends of Chicago River, Alliance with the Great Lakes. They're doing beach cleanups and they're doing a lot of advocacy on eliminating plastics and definitely a lot of crossover there that I'm excited to, to kind of get that going on here as well. And um, we're just grateful to, to be connected and collaborating with you and hopeful to, to do another beach cleanup here, maybe towards the middle end of 2019. Yeah, absolutely. We love that. Uh, remember last year, on, uh, I think September was it when you guys came out? Uh, we had the cleanup in, in Cardiff with one dollar for the ocean. That, that was amazing. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, you saw it firsthand. Like you know how how much difference uh, this community can really do, and then how how engaged people get behind the cause, and everyone sees it. Like I, I personally believe 2018 was was a big game changer when it comes to ocean plastic in uh in the public's mindset and you know everyone is like oh my god there really is something going on yeah well thank you for being a true trailblazer in this whole effort against one-time use plastics and child education and outreach and uh, we look forward to more collaboration here in 2019 sounds good kevin looking forward to it as well it's always a pleasure to have Malt in the podcast. He really is a self-made entrepreneur that's done some amazing stuff with Dollar for the Ocean and Shore Buddies. And 
What I found really insightful about this conversation is the discussion between one-time use plastics and reusable plastics, where often we demonize plastics, but not all plastics are bad plastics. It's really the one-time use plastics from the one-time use bags to the one-time use straws and thinking about what can we do as individual consumers. And it could be as simple as buying the reusable straw or also with your toothbrush. I mean, we go through upwards of 150 toothbrushes in our life. Like, that's insane. So what if you bought an alternative toothbrush or a bamboo toothbrush or a electric toothbrush that you held on to for 10 years? Things like that are little things that we can do to be more of a responsible consumer. Um, really fascinating to look at how he's engaging with ch- children. I mean, the whole phrase of that, if you are not learning as a kid, you're never learning it throughout your life. So how can we ingrain some of these concepts, not necessarily brainwashing these kids, but just teaching them about, hey, our actions have ramifications and all these different things that you consume eventually end up back in the ocean if you don't properly dispose of them or recycle them. And even still, recycling plants are oftentimes maxed out and we need to do everything we can to eliminate our wasteful one-time use habits. So a lot of good insight here. Definitely make sure to check them out at shorebuddies.com. That's S-H-O-R-E-B-U-D-D-I-E-S.com. Hit them up on Instagram. Also, feel free to always slide into my DMs at Responsible. Really appreciate your insights. Would love to know more about what you want to hear about. And always appreciate your guys' attention. Much love. Keep it real. Peace.